This is a truncated recording of the SWAOG Amateur Astronomy Net, already in progress. For more information, visit our website at www.swaog.com. Last call for short time check-in in 9Y8. KC9CXT in Burbank, uh, short time. I got the KC9, what is your suffix, over? Uh, Charlie X-Ray Tango. Okay, KC9, Charlie X-Ray Tango, thank you for checking in. Uh, last call for short time seconds. Okay, I'll take regular check-ins. Any regular check-ins. If you have traffic, let me know if you have traffic. If you do not have traffic, and you hear something, somebody talk about something, and you want to put your two cents worth in, go ahead and just say V-check, your call sign, and you have traffic, you'll be recognized in the order that you are received. Are there any regular check-ins? And I want me off a tango case. I want to check in here and just listening and uh, make sure you on the night patrol. 73 off. I'll be listening. Okay, Bob, I got your car signed down as soon as you get up there. I know where I'm located right now. It's just not good enough for me to get into that repeater. If it was a different, if I could get into that repeater a little bit better, that'd be a different story. I must be on the night patrol too. Are there any other check-ins? Hey Keith, good evening to you and everyone else on the net. Please check in WD9GBU. Jeff in Lombard with a tiny bit of traffic. Uh, this is KC9DSN. Uh, Mark here in Burbank tonight. A uh, little bit of traffic, Keith. Okay. Whiskey Delta 9, Golf Victor Uniform, Jeff. And I, I got some traffic for you, Jeff, there, too, so uh, that concerns the pizza party. Um, so that's all good news, Jeff. It's all good news. And KC9DSN, uh, the only other regular check-ins.
9NWE. Uh, any other check ins? Keith, I do have a couple emails for you when you're ready. WD9GBU. Uh, go ahead. N9YA. Very good. WD9GBU here. And before I uh, go with the email check ins, uh, let me say it's a gorgeous, beautifully clear night out tonight. So I'm going to sift through these emails and I'm actually going to step outside and do a little uh, uh, quick observing. Um, I just stepped out, uh, put my head out the uh, back door, and wow, gorgeous night. So uh, take advantage of it and uh, get a little observing in tonight. First one, first email check-in is from uh, our friend Scanner Dave. He says, hello, Swag. Uh, you can check me in for tonight. No traffic. Uh, did come across an interesting trivia question, though. What are Lagrangian points? Maybe I'm mispronouncing it. And then he gives the answer at Wikipedia. He gives it a link which I can pull up and, and uh, get the answer. If you want to use that as a trivia question. What are Lagrangian points? L-A-G-R-A-N-G-I-A-N. Lagrangian points. Um, and then that was from Scanner Dave. Next email check-in is from Scanner Chuck. He says, uh, hi gang, please check in Scanner Chuck from Bridgeview. No traffic, just listening. Hope to see everyone at the pizza party. So uh, there's your two email check-ins uh, so far for tonight. Back to Net Control from WD9GBU. Okay, Jeff, you're going out observing. Uh, I can't too much light here. Um, the survey question, if you could go back in time and change just one thing, um, either not do it or change it using the knots you have now, what would that one thing be? Yeah, I thought about that, uh, Keith, and uh, I think my answer would be... Uh, I should have never sold my Me 390. I had a Me 390 uh, telescope some years ago, and I sold it, and uh, I was sort of sorry I did. So there's my answer. I'll give my answer now. Um, yeah, my thing is buying those two big telescopes from Audi, not because of the problems I had with the mounts. I could have lived with that, but. With my vision and me not driving, I should have thought ahead of time about how to transport them and store them. If I had it my way, I'd go back and buy telescopes, but I'd buy small ones that I could store easily and just, you know, transport somebody else's vehicle when they're loaded down with other stuff there. So, those are nice telescopes. I could have lived with uh, mounts, but thinking about it, the kind of big to store kind of big to transport, and that, that was one main mistake I made, buying those big ones, hard to store and hard to transport. Um, this is a 9YA, and he check-ins. Okay, KC9PSN, Mark, Mark, I'm sorry, Mark, um, go with the traffic at 9YA. Uh, 
Thank you, Keith. Uh, yeah, it is a beautiful night out there to do some observing, that's for sure. Uh, I've been suffering from some severe allergy crap <laughs> the last couple of days. My eyes are so watery, I don't think I can look through a, uh, a telescope right now and be able to focus. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm on my traffic. Uh, actually, earlier in the week, uh, you know, we've had this cloudy weather, this garbage weather for so long. It seems like uh, it's got to be the cloudiest winter ever that I can remember. You know, I, I always like to do a lot of winter observing because the skies are so clear, but we never seem to get too many clear days this year. And uh, this past Monday, I believe it was, I'm pretty sure it was Monday when the clouds finally cleared. I was out in the uh, shack here, and I went outside, and I noticed that, you know, 20 minutes ago I was outside, and it was uh, cloudy, and it wasn't a cloud in the sky. And it, it was some of the clearest Christmas black skies here in Burbank that I have saw, and I can't remember when. Uh, I was just intrigued to go out, and I grabbed myself a couple of... Uh, beers and just went out on the balcony or the patio and uh, kicked back in one of the reclining chairs and uh, just kind of re-familiarizing myself with the stars in the sky. Uh, it was uh, one of the best views of Orion I've saw in uh, a long time where, uh, you know, here in Burbank the light pollution is getting so bad that uh, it's hard to see the Orion Nebula sometimes and uh, it was just standing out uh, way better than I've saw in years and uh, just kind of buzzing around the sky from there and it was uh, unbelievable. I mean just uh, shows you you can do some observing without even uh, taking any hardware with you, you know, binoculars or telescope just kind of kicking back and uh, checking all the constellations out seeing what you can see. But uh, by far the clearest skies. Uh, I mean, tonight's clear out there. It's not really. I haven't looked in a while, but uh, didn't seem as crisp as it was earlier in the week. But uh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, computer beeped. I wasn't sure what was going on. I didn't know if it was the radio or the uh, or what. But uh, anyway. Uh, spent a while out there doing that. That was pretty cool. But anyone that hasn't uh, got a chance to see the moon the last couple nights, uh, you can look out to the west right now. There's a beautiful crescent moon. And uh, it's too late now. About an hour ago, you can see Venus right along the horizon directly below it. Uh, last night it was directly below it, but uh, a lot closer. The moon's getting higher each night, but the moon's in just the perfect position right now if you... It'll probably be the same way tomorrow night. You want to go out and look. You see the moon uh, just track straight down to the horizon, and the uh, big bright thing you see uh, close to the horizon Venus as you're moving down. Uh, and for those that uh, had a chance to see it before, the ISS went over about a few minutes before 8 o'clock, and it was negative uh, 3.2 magnitude. Not quite as bright as Venus. Uh, I'm not sure what Venus is now, but it's it's probably in the mid three point negative three point five or so, three point six. 
I'm guessing. But it definitely compared to it. Uh, so if you saw the ISS tonight, you'd know what you're looking for. Something that bright would be Venus below the moon. And it looks like we're going to have some uh, ISS passes all week long in that uh, uh, 8 to 8.30 time frame. Uh, just go to... Uh, heavensabove.com or any other satellite tracking websites that you're familiar with and you can uh, plan accordingly but it looks like we're going to have some bright uh, high passes this next uh, coming week and uh, I missed the last couple nets so I'm not sure if you guys talked about it or not but uh, the month of February was the first uh, month in three years where we had a sunspot every single day of the month, so hopefully that's an indication of uh, some activity to come here to, to look at. I know there's some, uh, supposed to be some major, major problems right now coming over to one uh, it has been there for like the last two days uh, with solar scopes or solar capabilities. Uh, there's a nice picture on spaceweather.com of it. It's, uh, I believe they said, uh, might have been 20 earth widths wide. Uh, I want to say 200. I know 200's not, 200 might be right, but uh, pretty big wide. It's not just one little skinny prominence that we're used to seeing. It's, it's a real thick wide, just kind of a blob of plasma coming up. Uh, Pretty cool looking, but uh, nice picture. Uh, anyone has a chance, if we get some clear skies the next day or so, should I went to some solar telescopes, uh, take a peek at it. And uh, that's about it for my traffic. Uh, as far as your question, uh, I go back and uh, write myself a big note to uh, make sure I save enough money to uh, be able to buy a, some property to uh, get away from all this light pollution somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but uh, we'll send it back to uh, the net control there, Keith. Uh, this has been KC90 DSN.
but they thought they found some kind of new life and everything. And the probes, so I'm not sure how heavy probes are that go to the outer planet. Well, I don't think two guys could pick them up once they landed. Um, and so I sort of got a little kick out of how they really botched that up there. Um, and then I go, hey, you need chickens. transmission there, there was either some uh, interference or someone trying to double over you, so there, there might have been another station out there. Uh, let's keep up with me, KB9, ZKA, just trying to check in, I, uh, getting out of the car and hit the button by accident. Okay, KB9, ZKA, did you hear my question? This is the 9YA. No, I just got out of a cello concert that my daughter did, and I just turned the radio on. Okay, if there, if you could go back in time and correct one mistake you made as amateur astronomer, it could be anything. I'll either not do it or do it in a different way. With the knowledge that you have now, what would that be? Well, that's a hard one. Oh, let me think about that. Any other check-ins for the SWAG Astronomy Net? Any other check-ins? 
not a check-in, Keith, but KC9DSN, I had some more traffic when you have some time. Uh, go ahead, and I uh, yeah, can you come back to me in about five minutes or whenever your next free break is, Keith? Uh, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so another check-in for the SWAG Astronomy Net. Is that K with coming? Oh, uh, this KB9 said KA on the 220 machine. Go ahead, N9Y8. Yeah, I was sure you guys heard about Sunday Handy Talk. Uh, I had bought my wife an Apple uh, iPhone for Christmas, and she downloaded an application that's so cool for astronomy. It basically figures out right where you're standing, what direction you're aiming, and puts the stars up right in front of you. So it's the almost like the map that you download. And uh, it basically just, just points out every star that's up there. It's in, absolutely incredible, and it's cheap, too. So I just wanted to tell everybody that. So the next phone they get is the Apple phone. And uh, the, uh, I get the actual name of the, uh, of the application she downloaded. But the applications are so cheap. Give it as a game. Okay, Bill. Yeah, I don't mess around with the iPhone. I hardly use On my phone right now, if I wanted to, I could get the web browser, email, um, take an email, but text messages and... Um, Web browser, voicemail, but I just use it as a phone. That's one of those features that I don't use. I might play around and see how much they want for new ringtones, but, um, yeah, I see those iPhones, yeah, but this is a little bit too fancy for me, a little bit too much. I can understand if you're in business and or something like that, that'd be great, but for me, I just want a nice, steady um, cell phone I can use for emergency and my own private calls. Well, yeah, that, that that would be nice if you just turn your phone on and boom, they can tell you where you're at, what direction, what stars that That is wonderful. Yeah, this weekend is the, uh, party race. Ah, uh, yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the train down there a little bit early and take a walk around Restmont, see the wonderful city of Restmont, and then Bobby start headed up there around 6 o'clock, something like that. Well, the address is actually 19 West Ogden. 19 West Ogden um, is the actual address. And for the way she described it at the restaurant, um, there's a Phillips gas station, and it's very, very close in the vicinity of the Phillips gas station.
Yes, it is. It should be just about uh, almost straight overhead right now, uh, right next to uh, Castor and Pollux in uh, Gemini. Hey, Jeff, you'd be proud of Andy. He came down here just now saying, hey, I found Martha, found Martha. I didn't know it was out today. <laughs> Andy, you found it. That's right. Okay, cool. Let's keep it in the case. Yeah, just about. I just stepped out on my deck, and it's just about straight overhead uh, if you're facing, uh, like, south. And uh, right next to the two bright stars, Castor and Pollux, uh, you can tell it's distinctly orangish color uh, next to Castor and Pollux there. So, uh, very good. Uh, and good for him. He found it all on its own. Awesome. Back to that control for WD9GBU. And the moon looks awesome, by the way, guys. You can still catch it uh, out in the west. Thank you, Jeff, there for that. Um, yeah, thank you. That is the 9YA. Yeah, I went outside to do check on something, and all I saw was the moon slowly going behind some trees and houses. So if I look west, uh, I see nothing but trees and houses in my way, so... Fun, fun time of living in the, um, fun, fun time living in the city there. So, uh, there any other check-ins for the SWAG astronomy yet? AC9, DSN, are you ready for your traffic? N9YA. Uh, yeah, Keith, I'm ready. I'm glad I checked in this week. I, I was thinking the pizza party was next week, so, uh, that's a good thing. But, uh... Yeah, well, it's, speaking of Mars, uh, I know there was a recent flyby real close to one of Mars's moons, uh, Phoebus, Phobos, and uh, I believe when, uh, last time I did the net, there was, it was going to be the next day or something, they finally, from the Mars Express Explorer, uh, orbiting Mars, they were flying within several, uh, I think it was 50 kilometers. 50 kilometers of the surface of uh, the moon, which was really close. And they just released the photos, uh, I don't know, about three, four days ago. And uh, an astronomy picture of the day for March 16th was, uh, so I guess that would be two days ago. They uh, have an up-close photo of this moon. It's the largest of the two moons that goes around Mars, and it's only 25 kilometers in uh, width, so it's very small, but this thing is, it looks exactly like a picture of these asteroids that we're seeing. It doesn't look like a moon at all, and uh, these pictures have actually raised more questions than answers because of uh, they find it hard to believe that Mars could have uh, incorporated a you know, gravitationally pulled in a couple uh, asteroids and uh, hit them orbit on the equatorial plane of, of the uh, planet. So uh, they're really intrigued. And there's a lot of these strange lines on this uh, particular moon, uh, all almost from the angle of these pictures, uh, pretty much across the surface, all parallel lines across the surface. And... Uh, you know, normally if an asteroid, 
meteor or something hits on these moons and we're seeing the, all these new photos, you know, random, kind of random directions, and these are all running in the same direction. And that's kind of got all the uh, NASA people baffled of uh, what would have caused this. Uh, really strange pictures, but if you get a chance, go to uh, Astronomy Picture of the Day and uh, look if you haven't already saw it for uh, March 16th. And the, these moon pictures of uh, Phobos, or you can probably Google it or something like that. And uh, got to be one of the oddest looking moons. Uh, I would have never expected it. You think of Mars has two moons. I'm thinking nice little round objects, just like we have, uh, you know, our moon. And uh, I'm sure there'll be more to come about what these uh, strange lines are. And uh, some will monitor and uh, give you guys an update as the uh, news unfolds. But. Uh, Pretty wild. Just uh, thought of it while everyone was talking about looking at Mars. Uh, back to net control. And I'm uh, Thank you, Mark. KC9DSN. Yeah, it would be interesting to find out. In the club meeting, was it two months ago? Or was it last month? No, two months ago. When the, the guy in charge of the programs um, actually um, played noise RF coming from Jupiter or Saturn. I think it's Jupiter. And it's one of the moons going through the magnetic field actually creating RF. And if you have the right equipment, the right antenna, you almost need like a long wire antenna to best uh, do this. And uh, you can do, take HF radio and actually go and listen. If you're good enough and you get all the right information, uh, listen to the RF coming off of either Jupiter or Saturn. So it was quite interesting. Uh, there are any other check-ins for the SWAG Astronomy Net. On net control, here is KB9SWI, Mobile Lombard. And it was probably Jupiter for the RF. Good evening to all. KB9SWI, Don Philip, uh, no, Lombard, no traffic. Okay, KB9SWI. Yeah, Saturn, yeah, um, Jupiter, yeah. I got a survey question there for you if you want to try to answer it there, Don. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, if you could go back in time with the nods you have now, and you could go either eliminate one thing you did as amateur astronomer or change it, because you know you made a mistake, what one thing would you go and change? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would change nothing. You know, it's been a journey, and there's, of course, things I would have liked to have done, things I would like to do, but uh, I have no regrets. I have to say nothing. I think uh, it's a journey, and, you, you know, you have to walk the path, and... Um, uh, I don't, it's such a philosophical question. I don't know. Uh, my answer is nothing. I wouldn't change a thing. Oh, okay. Interesting answer. Yeah, uh, a very interesting answer. Yeah, you learn by your mistakes. That was what was one show said. You know, you make mistakes, you learn by making mistakes. And, no, no, it's a ham. November 1, E, D, E, out of out of Oregon who loves to run his rhombic antennas. He said, if you aren't, basically what he says, if you aren't making mistakes, you aren't learning. So, yeah. Well, that's very, very 
any other check-ins? Uh, net control. Go ahead, in the way. Hey, Keith, uh, this is TC9 DSN. Uh, uh, asked on about uh, Dave's trivia question. I, I bet he's got the answer for us. Okay, Whiskey Delta 9, Golf Uniform, DUV. Um, can you give that trivia question, Dave's trivia question again? I'm sorry, Keith. Uh, this is Casey 9 dsn That was about the, what are the Lagrange points. Okay, I, th I think I know that one. Should I should I go? I think this was based on a news story. Um, Lagrangian points. I think it was a news story, but I either that or it was on star date. I'm not sure. Go ahead, there, Don, and I why. Okay, well, the short answer is they're uh, gravitational balance points, and they're named after a famous mathematician by the name of Lagrange. And you can park a sail. In fact, we have, I believe, the SOHO, the Solar Heliospheric Observatory, is parked at one of these gravitational balance points. So it's always between us and the sun. So... Uh, they're, they're balance points, and you can actually orbit a spacecraft around these balance points uh, around the sun. So it's like a point of equilibrium, gravitational equilibrium. And uh, the guy who discovered it was Lagrange. So that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. KB9SWI, mobile, snow Lombard, but approaching Villa Park. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have the answer. I guess Dave has uh, the email. Okay, well, I can see that, yeah, because I know if you go high enough with a, um, high enough with, uh, to, uh, with a satellite, I think like 22,000 miles, somewhere around there, you know, you can just stick it in a point over the U.S. and just have it just orbit the U.S. Um, at the same rate as the planet's orbiting. So, are there any other check-ins for the SWAT astronomy net? Hello, Paul. Echo. KG9E. Nick is in Chicago. The race is with neighborhood. Traffic. Okay, that's Nick. KG9E. Good evening, Nick. Hope you're having a grand day enjoying the weather. Any other check-ins? KC9POL. <coughs> Chicago. No traffic. Uh, it's at KC9 Tango Oscar Lima. KC9 POL Peter Oscar Love Chicago. Okay, KC9 Papa Oscar Lima. Okay, thank you. Any check-ins? Okay, here we go. The check-ins. Um, anybody with? Comments or questions for the net before I start shutting down. Okay, uh, we'll be shutting down the SWAG Astronomy Net. Thank you to Page Amateur Radio Club for the use of this 2 meter and 220 repeater. And they have 440 442.550 114.8 PL tone. First Monday, the first the meeting is the uh, fourth Monday 
across from Tracy Tavern and the beach session the first Friday of the month and that's also in the church. And for further information, go to page www.w, that's risky, 9 delta uniform papa dot org. The website to get information, talk to somebody on the air, and um, their general meeting, the general net is on Sunday at 9 o'clock. Check-ins, swap and shop, newsline, and um, traffic round. So that's a very interesting net to listen to. And um, they have two speak tech net Monday nights other than the meeting nights. And just talk to them or check the website to get all the information on a very wonderful ham club in this area. N9YA. The net is over at 2124. Good evening. From W9DUP4Club Information, go to W9DUP.org.